Hello, YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Uh, Dirk and Dev here with Double D's Podcast. Appreciate you stopping by. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we go live every week. And if you, don't every week. if you don't subscribe, you're not a top G like Andrew Tate. Yeah. You, <laughs> you want to hear some good drunk stories? You keep sticking around. We got lots of good stories. So make sure you like, subscribe, and uh, follow the channel. What else you got? We got a whole damn archive of stories that we're just slowly bringing out as the days go on. So you don't want to miss out. It's a good time. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a like. Leave a damn comment. And follow our TikTok and social medias, too. Yes. Uh, TikTok's at Dirk and Dev. Something like that. I don't remember. Um, but other than that, here's the episode. Wind it up. Wind it up. Ugh. All right. Sums up how I've been feeling lately. Nice big. Big yawn. Nice big yawn. Episode four, Double D's. We're back. Why is it called Double D's? Because you're Devin and I'm Jamie, <laughs> a.k.a. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk and Dev, we're back. We took a week off. We, we okay, that's, this one's my fault. This is, 100%, this is 100% my fault. So we're one and one. Okay. Right? One's on you, one's on me. 500. Is that how that works? Yeah. When you're one and one, that means you're 500. Oh, okay. Record yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Um, do you want to know what, what I was doing? We were in this one. You're in Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my brother lives in Des Moines. Okay. And they don't come out this way that much. It's like, it's like a four and a half hour drive. And so I was like, my dad went out there Sunday. And he's like, you want to come with? And I'm like, no, you leave at four in the fucking morning. I'm not doing that. Not to mention because that was Byron Fest weekend. Yeah. So, which is a whole nother story. Oh, my God. Um, and so I'm like, no, I'm not going to be in any condition to get up at four in the morning and sit in the truck four hours with you. No, not happening. I was like, I'll come out Monday, whatever. So get out there Monday. My brother, he does this. I don't know why he does this, but he does. He buys shitty rundown, like vacant houses or like old people living it, whatever. Buys them super cheap. And they are shit is there one of those fixer flipper uppers he things? does he flips houses it's a good business to be in though it's a fantastic business to be in if you know what you're doing yeah because i found this out because i was like dude how do you his wife is a stay-at-home mom of two kids and he works for an insurance company and i'm like how do you have this much money you like right now he has their personal house and then he has two other properties and a piece of land and i'm like what so he, he kind of explained it to me, and he's like, well, the city gives me a grant for the remodel. So, like, if he buys – I mean, these are houses that are, like, 100 years old. Too. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just – I don't know why people want to buy these houses, but they They do. probably go for, like, what, 50, 60K, not even? Okay, okay. So he buys them for, like, 60K or maybe, like, 90K, and they're shit. So essentially what he does um, is he, like, redoes them, and it's not like he guts the entire thing. He might just, like – resurface some stuff make it look nice kind of thing and then he sells them for like a hundred and fifty five thousand dollars stupid that's like all the the people on tiktok i always see so many people pop up on my for you page i do like those stupid little skits like wow i'd really like to stop my, doing my day job so i can earn six figures in one month it's like how are you gonna do that follow my page for more tips on house flipping or the people that wholesale houses where like they flip them into contracts and yeah. then get the money from there but if the people yeah no to your point if Dude. people know what they're fucking doing oh my god yeah but then like so my dad and i will go out there every now and then and like help him on the houses like the projects whatever 
And so, like, we did a lot of, like, demolition shit. Oh, my God. You ever torn apart a house from 1920? Yes, in have, Arizona. Have you actually? <laughs> yeah, that's just been my job when the I worked The plaster, and it's, like, the plaster and the slat walls, terrible. Yeah. Fucking terrible. I was covered in dust and shit. I was, like, like brown all from all the dirt and just... I was wearing a mask the whole time, so I was hot. Yeah. Because you can't just inhale that shit. Gutting houses seems fun until you actually have to do it. And then, like, you don't you don't have to... Well, to some extent, you got to be tedious, depending on it. But, yeah, no, I remember I, I did my first job without wearing a mask. And I'm, like, blown in insulation. Who gives a shit if it's yeah. flying around? I got sick in, like, for, like, a fucking week. Right. Like, all, like, fucking x-rays and, like, chest pains <laughs> and all this other shit. And I'm, like, never mind. Now I know why people, but, yeah, no, gutting house is not fun. Yeah, they're, like, sir, you have mesothelioma. <laughs> like, fuck, my name's Doug. Call this number right now to file your claim. <laughs> you have mesothelioma. And then they got the tube in the throat. What's that? That one, that one girl? Oh, got the, the fucking, no, I feel so bad about the, the smoker ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The fucking yeah it sounds like uh it sounds like that little creature off lord of the rings yeah it's like a schmeagle but like yeah, schmeagle, less, less enunciation yeah. with it yeah so i was out there i did that and uh and my god it made me appreciate because that was really my first time like demoing i've helped them like do like drywalling and other like pretty basic stuff yeah but when you watch those shows on hgtv like you know joanna Gaines, chip and joanna Gaines, right and they're like yeah i got my demo crew i'm like that's not that's not a cruise job yes it is it fucking is after what we went through just the three of us i was like i would pay somebody right now to come in with a crew of 10 guys and do this in two hours and get it out of my way those shows make me laugh because they're dressed so nice and i'll like go in and like <laughs> fucking rip a piece of drywall off and like oh, look at me but they or, they, or fucking... they send the families in to like hey do you want to knock this wall down and the little kids are like swinging hammers into the wall <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. It, and it makes you realize how staged that shit is. Yeah. Dude, reality TV is not reality. They got probably like 20 people working day and night to get this project done in, what, seven days is what they do or some crazy shit yeah, like it's, that. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So, yeah, that's why that's why I missed. So, that was my fault. Yeah. I was like, I, sat, I think you even hit me up. Well. I think I talked to you on Sunday. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Let's, yeah. just, let's just fucking wait, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. No, no point in trying to rush something. No. So we need to talk about Byron Fest. Yeah, I mean, like, Byron Fest wasn't all that. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I was on the same page. Um, I didn't I, want to have the unpopular opinion, but I was like, meh. I don't know what it was about it. Um, the Friday, I, I drank more on the Friday than I did the Saturday, a hundred percent. Not me. Um, but I don't know. I, I I don't know if it was the vibe. Like, it one, it wasn't as busy as I thought it was going to be. Like, it was still busy, but like for Byron Fest, where Right. Which is weird because like 2020, like when COVID, right, and they were open. Uh, well, no, it was 2021. I want to say because they weren't yeah. open 2020. But like that place was shoulder to shoulder, patio was packed. Like this, like you could move around and all that. Then they didn't stay open until two. Oh, which that, yeah, that extra hour. I mean, doesn't like seem like much, but in the tradition of anticipating, like, oh shit, I got this much time when I'm out. And all of a sudden, them like, no, we're not open up till two. And I, I don't know why they weren't. I don't know if it's because of all the shit from like the past pub crawls, all the fights and stuff that would break out that maybe they weren't able to get it approved. Yeah, but... I think so because I think you have to get it approved by the county. I think there's yeah. only like three times, right? It's, it's county or city. It's it's one about. I mean, the city would never be like, no, like of yeah. course, but it had to have been. I'm assuming the county shut something down. Yeah. So so Byron Fest, it was the music. Okay, okay. Let me. Those of you that have never been, there's there's two stages. Where they do like cover bands, you know, and and they have them going all day, and then they have like headliners at night. 
And so what happens is pretty much you can like bounce back and forth between the two stages. Well, Friday night, they fucked up because they played the two best bands on the same night. Really? Why the hell would you do that? They had the old country or back country roads, right? The, the, uh, the country band, cover yeah. band. And then they were doing Sunset Strip on the other one, which is like the, they did like the 80s, like metal hair band, you mm-hmm. know, like did like the crazy long hair. They all had wigs on. They were doing like, like 80s rock. Yeah. Those were the two biggest bands that were there. And they bit them both on Friday. So I don't know why they did that. There was um because then Saturday, which we'll talk about this in a second. Yeah. But Saturday night, we went out to the stage and I don't know the name of the band, but the dude literally was singing Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO and jumped. I'm I'm not fucking kidding. This it was Elaine and I looked at each other and we're like, what? I'm, I'm not this drunk. Is this actually happening? Yeah. He was wearing like a Wiggles. Like he looked like he belonged on like the fucking Wiggles. He was wearing like an all white suit, like a like a leather suit, and he jumps off the stage and was singing LMFAO songs. Sexy and I know it by LMFAO. I didn't think that. I thought it was all just country stuff that they had out there. No, no country no, and sir. rock. No sir, I don't know what that was, but that was at like probably ten o'clock, and I said, okay, I'm going back inside. Dude, fucking miserable. But yeah, Friday night, I wasn't... You said you were more drunk Friday? Mm, actually, it's tough. I, I I remember Saturday. I don't remember Friday. So like that's how I kind of put it. But even though Saturday, I was still like from your... Yeah. The darty you had and then going out and everything too. But I, I kind of spaced it out. I didn't want to go as, like, as, as all out as possible right. with it. So I kind of just balanced some things. But, yeah, I, I think Friday, Okay, I want to say. Yeah, nothing crazy happened Friday. I just remember being at the concert um, Saturday, on the other hand. Saturday was a rough day. So I had people over. It was like, what, 4 o'clock, I want to say? Well, me, what, me, you, yeah. and Roar till at 2, and then yeah, everyone else just like slowly started four, to show up. 4 or 5, something like that. So we'd already been drinking, not like anything crazy. And then, so we grilled out. And then people started showing up, and then we started playing beer darts, classic. And before we even leave to go downtown, there's like probably f- twenty people in the circle. Yeah, there was probably like twenty people in this beer dart game, and some people got hit in toes. I remember uh, my buddy threw a dart and it landed in someone's toes. Uh, my buddy's cousin got hit in the toe. Um, no casualties for me though. I had nothing. Um, but I realized. How excessively I drink during beer darts. A lot. Because, okay, here's the here's the difference. Let me explain. So some of the people that we play with, I'm not going to name names. They may or may not be mostly females. If they are playing and you hit their, their can, they just pick that up and slowly drink that. Oh, they'll drink and about And they don't put minutes. anything down. And they don't put anything down. Right? They just have, they're out for now. Which is fine. Whatever. That's not how I fucking play. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. If I get hit, I'd take that one, put a fresh one right down. If I get hit again, I'm going, well, double fist in it. Got to get it done. Put another one down. That's why I think I get so fucked up. thousand percent. Yeah. And, I mean, by the time we left the house, it was probably 8.30? Maybe. I don't even know. I left super early. Yeah, I don't even know what time we left. For like for me, well, because, you know, I hate beer darts. I, yeah. I still just, I don't give a fuck who I'm playing with. I just, I just don't like it. Um, I'm kind of like the same way as you, depending on how many drinks I've already been forced to drink. I'll like grab one. Like I finished my 12 pack all to myself at the yeah. matter days that I've brought, Yeah. but it got to a point too, where 
I always get this way with like darties, especially. It's like when I can only play beard arch for so long. I can only play beer pump for so long. I can only play whatever game for so long. And right. I sat there. I'm like, damn, I'm really starting. Like, I can feel the crash coming. It's like, I got to fucking go. So yeah. that's when I immediately I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to Byron Fest. Show up in my I like older women shirts walking <laughs> yeah. around. I love that. You got a picture with a bunch of older women. Yep. <laughs> just out of the blue. I'm out there grabbing some drink tickets. And a lady comes up and taps me on my shoulder. Said, can I get a picture with you? I go. <laughs> Why? She goes, I just love the shirt. And I said, oh. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know if I saw it on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever it was. And it was literally you with, like, three older women. Yeah. I like older women. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And so that was, so I was just, like, walking around. I was, I was by myself. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. Because nobody that I knew was out at yeah. that point in time. So I did go to the cave. And then I think I just sat there by myself for a little bit. And then that's when everybody started kind of, like, funneling in. And all that, but yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing. Night went on, bar closed at fucking one. Yeah, that was that was so weird. So I got super fucked up fast, and we came downtown, and then I kind of fell off at like eleven thirty. Like it, it wasn't like the vibe to be like I'm gonna go hard until I throw up. It was like I don't know what the mood was Saturday night. It just wasn't. It just wasn't it. And so I started to come down a little bit, and I was like, man, I just I'm not feeling it. And Elena was mad because she's like, I'm sober right now. This is not cool. Because I was super messed up and she wasn't at all. And I was Why like, wouldn't she? Uh, she was drinking the same amount as us. Allegedly. Hmm. But I was going to, um, somebody was like, at the end of the night on Saturday, I was like, we're going to go to the filling station. I said, fuck yeah, I'm down. Oh, Never ended up going. I've yeah. only gone there like one time, but dude, that place is just a weird mix. It is. It's pretty because strange. okay, geographically, is that the word I'm looking for? I don't even know where it's at to be honest with you. Yeah, I just, geographically, I always get rides there. Okay, so where it's at, it's in New Milford, which is south of Rockford and like north of like Davis Junction. So it's like you go to Davis Junction, you get to that four way, you turn left. Yep. If you're coming from, yep, Byron. and you take it like eight miles. Okay, that's it. Okay, so it's a weird mix because where it's at is. In between, like, Rockford, Davis Junction, Stillman, Byron, all those towns. So what happens is you get some of the west side of Byron, or west side of Byron, <laughs> west side of Rockford trickles down into it. And then you get, like, hillbillies from the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it's a very strange crowd. Like, every time I've been there, I'm like, I don't know if I feel comfortable here or not. That's and then I've seen, like, stories where people get, like, stabbed there. And I'm like, yeah, well, I, no, I, I'm not okay. I do remember all that back in the day, like, stabbing, shootings. But, yeah, no, when I walked in, it was just, it kind yeah, it was that. It was, like, it was, like, a mix. It had, like, the hillbilly crowd. Um, Like, there was karaoke going on, too. <laughs> it's, like, it's just all this weird stuff. But, yeah, so I just ended up going home on the Saturday. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's because summer's starting to, like, come to a close and, like, fall's starting to roll around. But like I have not been in the like partying, drinking mood that yeah. I was in like I'll say like a month and a half, two months ago. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm kinda of on the same boat. It just gets kinda of old. I think I think I'm at that age. Well, we're at that age. Well, it's weird because I have a good time every time I go out. Yeah. But it's I, the this past like month and a half to two months, I feel like I'm forcing myself out compared to where we go to like the beginning of summer, even like the beginning of this year mm -hmm. towards like, sweet, fuck yeah, I get to go out Friday and Saturday. Now I get done with work. And I'm like, damn, do I even want to fucking show up? Yeah. No, I feel that. And and the crazy thing is, is like, Elena and I were talking about this last night. I mean, we were, we were out. I think we stopped out a little bit Friday because she had to work. 
and then we were out Saturday for a little bit. It was dead both days. And yeah. I was like, man, it's just nah. I think everyone's kind of on the same page. I think when you get towards like the end of July and everyone's been kind of doing it for a little while, you know, going out every weekend, it just kind of wears on you. And you're like, yeah. Nah. But yeah, Byron Fest this year, I I mean, compared to last year, oh my God. Last, last year was You want to hear insane. a story about last year? I don't even know. Were we really like acquaintances last year? Kind of. Right? Last Byron Fest? Um, yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. I don't remember much from last, last year's Byron Fest. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story then. So last Byron Fest was Saturday night. Clay, myself, and Roland were all out having a great time. Pretty much, pretty much blackout drunk. And it was raining. So it was shitty. We didn't have a ride home. Because mm-hmm. I think I drove us downtown, or I don't remember. No way to get home. All right, cool. So we walk. In the rain to whose house? To my house. Oh, shit. In the rain. And we're like, I'm like looking at a map. I'm like hammered. I'm on my phone looking at like the map. And I'm like, I don't want to walk the sidewalk all the way along Tower Road. There's no way. That's way too long. We'll take the railroad tracks. Oh, the old That's a good idea. It's not there anymore. That's disappointing because that means kids stop going down there. Yep. There's there's no shortcut because Roar was telling me about it. He's like, oh, we can take the railroad tracks. We can take the shortcut right to your subdivision and we'll be good. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's just do it. Well, we step outside and we're immediately drenched. Fuck it, phones are dying. We're we're like I'm like on the GPS, like trying to find it, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut over here. And he goes, no, there's a shortcut. So we keep going a little bit further. No more shortcut. So we literally are cutting through like trees and shrubs and all kinds of shit. Roar was wearing brand new Air Max twos. Oh no, that's like 160 dollars pair of shoes probably trashed so we cut through this like forest i'll call it a little forest we cut through the forest real quick and we come out on the other side and we're in someone's backyard keep in mind this is at probably at this point it's probably like 2 30 hammered pouring rain in someone's backyard motion light comes on (laughs) and i go oh we're fucked for sure we're fucked and so we just sprint to the road real quick and then we find out where we're at, and then we get to my house eventually, and it's about 3 a.m. at this point. It took us forever to get back here. I open my garage. Immediately, Roar and Clay, well, Roar specifically, lays down in my garage, just soaking wet, just goes plop. <laughs> Soaked down. His shoes are, there were white Air Maxes, trashed. Absolutely just brown now from all the mud and shit that we were walking in. And then he's like, Dude, I'm just gonna sleep here. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my this is my garage floor, bud. So like, just the house is up. right here. Yeah. I was like, I'll get you guys clothes, whatever. It's no big deal. And uh, so then we went to bed at probably 4 a.m. See, that's the sad part because so the shortcut that he's talking about back when we were, I want to say like even from when I was in elementary school to middle school to even to high school, it's the way that we used to take. From how how many times people used it, that like, it was just like a path. It was never intentional. Okay. But like it would go up through someone's backyard. You go over the train tracks. You walk just down there. Like the bushes are right there. So if a train did come, you could just hop in the bushes. You'll be safe. And then there would just be this little exit where you would see the the trampled down grass. And it would right. bring you right back up right next to the soccer fields. Yeah. There, so that like, wasn't there. It was Unless it was too dark and we missed no it chance. and we were too no, drunk. No, I, I mean, it's, I don't think anybody probably uses it anymore. That's That's probably the biggest issue. 
people yeah, well, are probably too scared to use it. And plus, nobody likes to fucking because we used to ride our bikes in there. Like we used yeah. to fucking ride the bikes down the track, go down a little fucking thing, pop up right there. It actually, it would yeah. actually take you out right by where the apartments where Elena lives, all those mm. back ones. So yeah, kind of yeah. like by where Blake's is, okay. like right there. That's where it pop you out at, and then boom, you just go straight to school. Damn, the good old days. Yeah, th- that's like the real good old days. Yeah, we didn't have anything like that. Well, I mean, I lived twelve miles away from the school, so that was, <laughs> that was never an option for me. It would cut like it would make the trip from going from like where you live in, like in, like if Rose Meadows or like Prairie Place. Jesus, voice crack. Yeah. Um. It would take you from there, and like you, you get there in like five minutes. Jesus, it was it was that much quicker than fucking having to ride your bike all the way down Mill to town. Was that was down. that bike path that's in town there when we were in like middle school, high school? They put that in when we were yeah. in high school. Okay, I'm almost positive because I don't think. Um, yeah, no, it, it definitely wasn't there in middle school. It was that was a uh, I think it was in because we always sat there. I'm like, fuck, man, this would have been great to have in middle school, right? But no, yeah, we never did. Cause there just used to be like the just the grass and dirt that you have to ride through, and I remember almost falling and like hitting my head in traffic one time when I fell off my bike, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like this Dude, is fucking dangerous." I don't know why, but there's just for some reason I cannot picture you riding a bike. I haven't rode a bike since I was like fucking fifteen. I don't think. Swear to God, actually, no, uh, seventeen, seventeen years old. Did you wear a helmet? Nope. Fuck that. That a boy. Fuck helmets. I Fuck had, safety. I did ride. Uh, my mom one time bought this chopper bike. Like old school ones like the handlebars are up Did here it have the big wheel in front yeah <laughs> it had this, this small wheel in front big wheel in the yeah, back yeah right? in the back yep and so it was one of those like old school ones like this so i'm like riding through town the I, handlebars are like way up here yeah and i thought it would be a really good idea to like wow because i could ride it with no hands i said well what if i like grabbed the left handlebar of my right hand and the left and the right handlebar of my left hand riding cross arm it's like just not but your brain stops yeah like working and so immediately I grabbed it and I started like wobbling and I just didn't know what to do. So like I flipped over, fell, and there's this huge steel plate that holds the bars together. Like I'm talking, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I remember rolling over and smacking my balls. Just boom. <laughs> and I'm just on the ground, just fucking screaming yeah. in fucking pain. And I remember just like people kept on riding by me. I don't know what it is when I get when I get injured. People just don't just acknowledge it. I've played uh, like games at the park before where I break my nose, <laughs> and like people are just like looking at me like, "What do we do?" Just oh meanwhile, God. blood just gushing everywhere, like all down me. Rub some dirt chest. on it, son. <laughs> Lady walks by with her dog. He's like, "Oh, is he okay?" No, no. If you can't tell from the fucking loud screams. Call an ambulance. Not, I am not okay. So and that's no. after you can fuck right off. Yeah. They, Jesus Christ. So my bike, my bike experience when I was a kid, I used to love biking. Yeah. Like that was a big thing. And uh, so I made this mistake one time in my life. So in town, in MC, there's uh, there's kind of some back alleyways. And uh, the one that goes down like the steepest hill in town is a gravel alleyway. Okay. Yeah. You can probably already tell where this is going. But so I'm running around town and <clears throat> I get to the top of the hill and I'm going down the alleyway. And I had the bikes where, you know, you got the, the handle brakes. Right, we got the. I don't know which one goes to which. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a cool little like tail whip, and it's gonna be badass." Well, my dumbass twelve year old self goes, "All right, I'm gonna hammer this brake, and then just do a cool little tail whip, and it'll be fucking awesome." Well, hmm, guess what brake I hit? Not the back tire, the front tire. Yeah. So I'm going fast, and I just go boop. And I kept going. The bike's front wheel goes boop. And I just flipped right over the front. And I literally had my arms out like Superman. 
and just slid onto the gravel. Just and the bike just fell. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then I look at my hands. Bloody. You know how like when you scrape your hand on gravel, like the like very little bit of skin peels up. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And it's annoying. It's like a burn more than like an actual. Like, yeah, pain. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and so like I look and I have like gravel like stuck in my hands, and I'm like, fuck. So I get my bike and I go home real quick, and my mom's like, "Dude, what happened to you? You look like shit." <laughs> I'm like, "Good to see you too, mom." I was like, "Well, I don't want to talk about it, but I may or may not have hit the wrong brake on my bike." And she goes, Ooh. "You dumbass." So that was my bike experience. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I'm getting. You ever yeah, get, what's like, going on here? You ever get random like calls like spammed and then you check to see like if it's an iPhone number or if it's something else? No. <laughs> like a spam the ones that say potential spam? That that's fantastic. It's your car Okay, it's Carl, your brother. This is my new number. I got an iPhone now. <laughs> okay, so okay, so let me let me let spam. Pe- let flag me, is spam. Let me let let people in on a trick of the trade real quick. Right. So this is like I've dealt with some, I don't even want to say crazies, like, in terms of women. Um, I will say at times of, like, jealous boyfriends, like, back in the day. Okay. Or, like, something something weird like that. So, I always had to deal with, like, random people that would call me, uh, never text me. So, quickly, I found out, I was like, hmm, how can I track this person's number? Right? In a, I don't, know, I don't even want to say in, like, a legal way. So, I was like, how can I find out who this person is? So what I used to do is getting very dark. Oh no, but it's just like just it's just you know, it's a regular thing for you. It depends. I'm a little scared for you. I get it depends. If I get a spam call and I look at the number on my phone, and it doesn't pop up as blue. I'm like, oh, it's a spam. Whatever. Okay. If it pops up as an iPhone that's blowing up my phone for some reason, I'm all of a sudden like, who the fuck is this? And so instead of like texting him like a reasonable man, going like, oh, like hey, who is this? I quickly found out a way. I was like, sweet. I know which phone numbers are linked to. They're linked to Facebook. They're linked to Snapchat. So if I save this person in my contacts as some random fucking thing, copy and paste the number to Facebook, they may pop up. So that way I'll know who it is. Or if you add them and you go to Snapchat, add by contacts, scroll down to Okay, the Snapchat one, I get that. That's pretty smart. And I, never I, of that. I only ever did it. That's like next level, like, creeping. It's that's cyber stalking. Why, why the fuck are you stalking me? Why are you calling me? I don't know. Maybe they got to tell you something. No, they're trying to. Maybe they're trying it. to tell you. You want a new car. They're trying to start shit. Whoever the fuck it is. So I quickly like found a way to just like combat it. So I don't have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. Like I always just deal with stuff like back in way back in the day, like with my ex and like people she was friends with. And I'm like, okay, who the fuck is this person? Like sending me threats. And I'm like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm putting, I'm putting a fucking Holy down to this. So, no, like, I, I always, that's why I, I mean, it's the same thing. If someone comes knocking on my door, I shit myself because I'm like, who the fuck is knocking on my, my door? Jehovah's Witness. I look through my little peephole. <laughs> like, I, did I, I think, did I tell you the story about my friend who ordered me Uber Eats from Atlanta? No. So, I had, um, I had the situation that was going on where somebody that was showing up to my house I didn't want to, like, a couple years back. Okay. And wait, you okay? I have a very vanilla life compared to you. Now I'm fucking. Intrigued. This is just like this, like a like one time thing that ever happened. Okay. But I was generally, I was generally, I was like, you know what? Fuck, man. Like I, I, I don't like when people show up. I don't like getting strangers' phone, like stranger phone calls. Yeah. It's just like it's weird to me. It's like it's you can always tell when it's like fucking FedEx or UPS. They never ring the doorbell typically, or they just do like they ring the doorbell, knock three times, and just walk away. 
so this is what I'm so I was home, right? We just got out of a meeting with work and I was like a, I went to the gym, I came home and all of a sudden I just hear a fucking and my dogs are fucking going crazy. Like, who the fuck knocks on the door like this? It was like a very aggressive, like, I want to break down your fucking door. My peephole was like covered up slightly on one side. This person had a hood up oh, God. in the corner like this, like sitting there like that. Oh, God. And so I'm all of a sudden like my door is like quickly like went up there and slowly like locked my door and started like, crawling across the ground. <laughs> and then I have my phone. I have my phone with me and just spam like unknown number because everybody that's not saved to my contacts goes straight to voicemail okay so it popped up 815 number 815 number 815 like three times and i'm like looking through my kitchen window see the person turn around but like he has his hands in his pockets like this too dude that's just weird so all of a sudden i start getting a fucking phone call from a number in atlanta and i'm like who the fuck is this and then they text me he goes yo and I clicked the fucking message, and I just didn't have my coworker's number saved. Yeah. And so I was like, "What the?" F-? I was like, "Man, I was like, what the fuck are you calling me for?" He's like, "Oh, dude, you didn't get the food." Oh my god. And I, I said to him, "I was like, what the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "You, you didn't get the food? I, I don't know. Like, it's like the delivery guy's at your house right now." And I look out the window one more time. He's in his car, just sitting there. I'd be like, "Bitch, I live in Byron." Yeah. So I said, "What do you mean?" He's like, I had Uber Eats order to you. I said, okay, what, I said, how? He goes, well, I checked like, the app and I put in your address and there was like two restaurants. One of them was KFC. So I got you the spice. KFC yeah. delivers here? Yeah, the 11th Street what? one. And he, uh, he got me like the spiciest chicken tenders they had and mac and cheese, which he knows I hate. So I'm like, why'd you order this? You just wasted like 35 bucks. Yeah, what the fuck? The delivery fee was like $15, I think, because of how far they had to drive. Yeah. And so I finally go outside and I pick it up. I gave him the runs like, bro, like this is what I've been going through. And I've been generally like fucking shook any single time somebody comes up to my fucking door. And so like I was panicking. I'm telling army crawling across the floor. I grabbed my dogs. I put them in like my room. Like while I'm trying to fucking go incognito, figure out all this bullshit. Yeah. But I was shook. Shook. Uh, that, that the whole like hood up and like covering part of like you can't see all the way through the people. I I don't know. I feel like those are situations where I say I would do one thing. And then in reality, I would do none of those oh, things. I grabbed a knife from the kitchen too. There it is. Case. Yep. See, I would be like, the first thing I would do is go either get the biggest knife I can or like grab a bat. Like I have a lot of baseball bats around. I'll just grab a bat. Um, this would be my ideal situation. I've always wanted, I don't know why. I think this is so fucking cool. I want a picture frame that doubles as a gun safe. The one where like you like turn back, like whack yeah, it, and it goes. Yeah. Pop, you like pop down. the you like pop the frame, like it like opens up and like pop the frame off or whatever, and you go and you get in a safe and then you just put the frame back up. I think that is the coolest fucking thing on the planet, and I have no idea why. I've seen uh there was like I don't know if it was a real life advertisement or not, but it was a headboard, and so like you're laying there, you just punch it and it opens up, and a shotgun would just drop down and just grab it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I, I think it was a, I, I think it was a real thing. Which is fucking wild. Just is. imagine, just imagine in your sleep though. You just go. And you know what's even more wild? In a two mile radius of this house, I guarantee about fifty people have something like that. I bet this whole neighborhood has guns, dude. I bet everybody in Byron has guns, except for me. I don't have a gun. Neither do I. It's not. It's not Arizona anymore, so I don't feel the need to. Yeah, I don't know. I think the biggest problem is that you can't just like. I don't. I don't know because I grew up with hillbillies. Yeah. I've been around guns my whole life. So we'd go out and like the people I grew up with had a lot of land. 
So we'd always got back like in the woods or whatever, and we'd set up cans and shit and whatever, and just shoot a 22 or a 12 gauge, whatever. And it wasn't a big deal, but like, I live in town. I can't just like set up cans in my backyard and start shooting off my porch. It just doesn't work that way. So I think, I think if I lived in the middle of nowhere, I would be a lot more invested into the second amendment than I currently am. Yeah. I just, again, I think we've, we've had this discussion too. I just like, I have no, I have no desire to own a weapon. Like I did in Arizona just because it was like, everyone was telling me it's the wild. Dude, wild that's so intimidating. Walking in and people are just packing. I'd be like, whoa, man, I don't want no trouble. Which like you don't, I never saw it when I lived in, in Phoenix, but I remember traveling down to Tucson, like closer to the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I, it's the funniest shit ever. I remember because we were so close to the border, they have the border patrol checkpoints, right? Oh, God. At the time, I had a green card. Oh, I was yeah. with that's true because you're not. I was, I was with my ex, uh, her uncle and aunt. Oh, how funny would that be if they were like, "Yeah, you're an illegal." But they, I, this, this all fucking ridiculous. Is though we're four white people in a car. It's like <laughs> you go right ahead, and I sit there and I go, <laughs> and I sit there and I go, they. They they should have had to like check me just yeah. to be safe, but they uh, they didn't ask for IDs or anything. It's like guys aren't happening to like carry anything, blah blah. No driver's license and all this. Do like a little check. Boom, we're we're on the road. We're good to go. Holy but shit. there was this one. It, it's like something out of like a Jeepers Creepers movie, almost. Just a little diner, gas station is in the middle of fucking nowhere. I remember going in there, flies everywhere, like all this, and I just see every person that walks in just. Book a pistol on their hip, cowboy hat. I got my six shooter, my Copenhagen wintergreen, and my spittoon. It, it's fucking, it's wild. Also, speaking of the border, I've been, um, when I get bored, I go through like these YouTube videos. Like I watch something about Pyongyang and North Korea, like people who go out there for like the tours and all this. Yeah. I watched one about this guy got to have a one-on-one with the sheriff who commands the border down by where they live. Oh, like the DM, the deep yeah. zone that's in there. And so the, the place they went to, and it put it into perspective for me because, like, the sheriff was like, I don't want to fucking build a wall. The building wall doesn't do shit for us. Building wall actually goes into this national park that's right on the border yeah. and would fuck up all the tourist attractions. We don't want a fucking border. But there's this one zone where it's like it's just like this little river or lake, whatever you want to call it, that goes through. That side, once you – right in the middle of the lake, this is Mexico. That's the U.S. Okay. Apparently, there's a celebration once a year to where – People from there can, like, cross over briefly into the U.S. and people cross over briefly into Mexico and, like, have celebrations. It's the wildest shit ever. But, like, technically, like, the guy even said to the person who's doing the one-on-one report with him, he's like, if you were to cross over that median right there right now, I would not let you back in the U.S. You would have to go travel down to the customs in Mexico, go through their customs, and then come through the U.S. border. He's like, I, I, I can't let you do that. But they had this celebration. It's once a year. I don't remember what it was called, but it's like all these families can come see each other. There's an Airbnb that you can rent that is right there on the border. Like, a, not even going to call it a fucking lake house. I don't even know what you want to call it. But as an Airbnb, you can rent and you get that, that fucking beautiful view of everything. But yeah, that's, but that's how open it is. And there's okay. one, one person patrolling it. That's one wild. person patrolling, I think he said, like 15 miles worth of border. See, okay, this is where I'm at with the whole border situation is I understand why it's a thing, but at the same time, I'm a fucking human. I can go wherever I want. Yeah. Why can't I just walk over, like, North and South Korea? They have the DMZ that's between it. It's like, I don't know how long it is, but you seen, like, you remember when Trump went to North Korea? Stepped over. He stepped over, and that was a big deal. I, okay, funny. I would be like, 
No, no, I'm not. I am. I'm not. I am. So it's like a Family Guy episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am. I'm not. And but like that's just so fucking wild to me. You'd be like, why can't I just go wherever the fuck I want? I'm a human. I'm yeah. a human being. I can do whatever I want. Well, so they were also talking fuck about like it. people because it's it's also very close to a city. And all the stuff I was learning, I was like, damn, like, this is so strategic in the way that they do it. Because I feel like people think if you're trying to come into the U.S. illegally, you're just running across the border and just like, fucking no, no. They have, like, <laughs> they have everything set up. Like, they stack rocks in certain locations so they know it's like – it's because from the border to get to the closest place where they need to go, uh, it's like – I think it's like about 15 to 30 miles. But the sheriff says that once they pass mile 20, they're basically free. Like, huh. they, they, they will not catch them. Interesting. And so that's why I was like, oh my God, like this shit is fucking mind boggling. But it put into perspective because he says at night, he's like 100% people from Mexico come to the to see their US family real quick, briefly at the border, come over, chat, blah, 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 and just go straight back. Dude. So, because he's like, there's, he says, obviously it's still illegal, but there's some people who just want to come here real quick and then go back. Yeah. But there's also the ones that want to come and then stay. Yeah. And they oh yeah, because why would you want your head to be fucking lopped off by a cartel member? Yeah, have you ever been to um? Have you ever been to out west, like anywhere? I don't... San Francisco. I had nothing. Oh well, like Colorado, like Yellowstone ish. That's about. So it. like a big thing, like when I lived in Arizona, um, there are a lot of like Mexican people who go to like Home Depot and they'll stand outside, and basically just like work for hire. Yeah, yeah. So that guy brought that up and said, "Why can't?" You just go there and, and get those people if, like, you think they're illegal. It says outside of a jurisdiction. It says, well, what about ICE? ICE would have to have probable cause to go do it. Holy shit. And, like, all these things to where, like, they couldn't just go get it. But they have said that, like, they'll have a job site. Mm -hmm. And when I worked or when I lived in Arizona, there was a, there was a times where, like, we would go pick some people up if we needed some help on a job or something. Or, like, even if you needed help moving, like, a couch into yeah. your house. like paying, Here's five bucks. That's what people would do. And I'm like, it's scummy, dude. Like, I got to pay yeah. them, like, fucking a, a good amount. And so, because I was always go there with my coworkers, and they're, they're all from Mexico. So then we would go down there, and they're like, yo, dude, like, if you ever need help with anything, these people will fucking get the job done so quickly. That's so and, crazy. like, they just, they said, they don't even care how much you pay them. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's like, I know there's people who fucking abuse the shit out of this. But there's times where so, like, people will go get them. They'll go to a job site. Like, ICE will go to a job site or something. And... They'll be like, oh, they have workers' permits. And they'll be like, ah, oh, the boss will be like, yeah, man, like I do, but like I got to give them to you the next day. Come and back those the next guys day. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They're all and fucking they're gone. two guys back, like their work permits. <laughs> Ghost town. Yeah. Uh, I had to get rid of my staff. I don't know. I that says bankrupt. They, that's what they do. And it's like, there's nothing they can do about it. And so that's when it, like, it puts it into perspective of all of that. It's like, damn, because I, I feel like I, I don't want to call people out in like either sides, like, like political wise. I feel like Republicans, for the most part, a lot of them think it's as simple as, just go fucking grab them and, and take them home. Grab them by the neck and throw them over the board. Yeah, that's, that's literally what it is. But yeah. It's like, no, it's, there's this whole, like, background of it that there's so many, like, fine lines that you can't even really cross. But, yeah. no, That's a I, whole new world, man. That shit's just interesting. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I find, like, it, it's all the stuff that's so restrictive. Like, I, I think North Korea is fascinating. Like, I genuinely want to go on a tour of North Korea. And I don't know why. Uh, I, I understand, like, the risks and how strict everything is. Right. But I also feel like if you were the tour guide and they're kind of showing you the way, you shouldn't get in trouble. Yeah, I feel like if you do what you're told, it's not a big deal. Yeah, because there's all, like, the restrictions that yeah. you have to be their tour guide no matter what. Now— if they have, like, bars out there, like, you have to—you can go, like, that are restricted like, within, like, the hotel that you would stay yeah. at and everything, too. So I get it because, obviously, if you walked into North Korea 
and you said, fuck Kim Jong-un. You would fucking die. They would probably and, kill you. On sight, yeah. So I understand. <laughs> just do what, you, do what you're told. It's no different than most places, I feel like. It's just such a big mystery that, like, I know that when I go there, right, I'm going to see exactly what, like, they want me to see. Yeah. Not what, like, the world portrays them as, as being peace shit, which they are. But for them, it's going to be like, look at our kids and look how healthy And then everywhere you is. look, you just see fucking Kim Jong-un's face. Yeah. It's and then, like, so but then weird. you go, like, 50 miles, 100 miles this way. There's probably like, camps of fucking prisoners, like, yeah. working out in the fields. Yeah. And also, another thing, how the fuck does North Korea get shit to, like, make weapons and stuff like that? Is there that much land to where they're capable of, like, getting all this stuff that they need to make, like, weapons of mass destruction? No, I think – I think they're uh, – are they allies with Russia? I don't think they're allies with anybody. Nobody likes them. Nobody they're likes like, Korea. <laughs> they're like that little kid that sits at the on the bus and tries to sit in the back, and you're like, fuck off, dude. They're... We're talking about – Making out with girls back here, and you're talking about trading Pokemon cards. Go fuck yourself. North Korea is literally just like the annoying little kid. Yeah, it's like little man syndrome. Yeah, little yeah. man runs the country, and yeah. at any point, if you piss him off, he goes boom, presses off the red button, and fucking bow. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think North Korea has a single ally in this world. I have no idea. I mean, if there was going to be one, would be Russia. A thousand percent would be. It Russia. has to be. Ugh, the Russians scare me, man. <laughs> you know what I looked at the other day? I looked at a map. Cause we were watching um, a shooter, seen the seen the show. Yeah, it's oh, it's a great show, and it's based off the movie that Mark Wahlberg was in. Great movie. So we started watching it, and and it was like they were talking about this one guy. He's a he's a Chechnyan sniper, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I thought immediately, I thought like Czech Republic. Yeah, like Czech, like Czechoslovakia. And I was like, okay, looked it up. Nope, it's part. It's a it's like a state of Russia. Chechnya is a state of Russia, and I'm like. So he's Russian. Why are the Russians trying to kill other Russians? That makes no sense to me. And then I zoomed down on the map. That country is massive. Yeah. Fucking gigantic. Right next to the U.S. too. It oh, technically it's like borders te- it. It's, it's eight miles. I think technically, well, Bering Land Strait, hold up. Well, sea levels go down a little bit. We're connected. Well, so there's, um, what is it? During the winter... Uh, was it the Pacific? Is that yeah? The, yeah Pacific the Pacific freezes over, mm-hmm. and it's so cold up there that you can literally like ride by sled and sometimes even car and go to Russia. That's fucking legit. That's how close because it's crazy. It, it puts into record because I I feel stupid like TikTok showed me this, but yeah. I just never realized it. When I've looked at a map, I've never thought that the U.S. and Russia were so close because they go off like this, and it's like. Oh, wow. Dude. But then if you look at the globe, you're like, oh, shit. They're and like, you, And then you also realize how big Alaska is. Yeah. Massive. Why do we own it? It's in fucking Canada. It really is. It's Stupid. Fucking Stupid. Just, yeah, Canada. Take, we're like, take this. Hey, hey, Canada, we want some of your land. They're like, okay, cool. We'll give you the biggest piece of shit we can think of. The far left side of our country. Oh, here's a here's a fun thing. So pick, picture like a beer fest, right? Okay. I think Russia smokes the entire world. In a beer drinking, or so not just just a drinking competition. Well, yeah, like I don't they think drink any, vodka like it's water. I don't think anybody comes close. I think okay, here, here's how I'd rank it. I think it would go Russia one. Okay, I'm Germany. gonna give Germany number two. Germany's got to be in the top three, and then number three, I honestly might put the U.S. That's tough. You grab all the southerners, you grab all the midwestern okay. small town boys. So, <clears throat> what's funny is. Whenever we have foreign exchange students, I ask them a lot of questions. Yeah. Because I'm always intrigued. 
and they always tell me like basically the same things. They're like, it's weird because we can't drink here. You know, I'm 16. I can drink in Europe, but not here or whatever. Not a big deal. Um, and I'm like, so like, what's the big differences? And they'll, they'll tell me. And one of the biggest things is some of those people over there, <clears throat> they drink like room temperature beer. Do you know that's a thing? Room temp- That's how a lot of um, like uh, beers are poured in England too, like off draft. What the fuck? I don't really know man. why, but and so I think I I don't know if I'd put USA at number three. I don't know if I'd put USA at number three simply because we drink a bunch of a bunch of light beer, and I don't know how that stacks up compared to the rest of the world. England is all heavy. Let me look this up actually, because yeah. I know because I feel like a lot of places just drink like dark heavy shit, and we drink like Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, it's because. Uh, a lot of like the British, well, let's see, real British ales alcohol content usually hovers between four to five percent alcohol. Oh, it's about the same then, because the bush light's like four one, I think. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Because like a lot of, I mean, a lot of it's like the lagers, like Heineken's. Um, there's like there's this Australian beer that's pretty popular. Like, um, there's not really from what from what I can remember, and even traveling over to Europe, there's not like a lot of like British beers there. There's just like all around the world type okay. deal. But like you can't, you will never. I've can never remember a time going to anywhere in Europe and going to a bar and being like, Oh, there's Bud Light on tap. Oh, there's Bud Light bottles. It yeah, just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I mean, we went, um, the other night we ate dinner at Dos and, uh, I was talking about Mexican beers. I, I can't name a bad Mexican beer. I'm not going to lie. I love mm. all of them. I love, I mean, Corona's the like basic white yeah. guy Mexico beer, but so I love Corona. Modelo's, Modelo's is good. I like Dos Equis. I really like Pacifico. Dos Equis, I'm um, like a little okay. 50-50. Okay. You ever had Pacifico? No. Fire. Love it. Modelo's is fuck, dude. And I, there's some that I haven't had. Like, I know Tecate is a pretty popular one. It's I never had little, that one. It's got the little, like, <laughs> it almost looks like it's the literally Nazi bird. <laughs> every, every boxer that is from Mexico yeah, has Tecate. it on their shorts or it's a ring yeah. sponsorship yep. every single time. And then the other one that I didn't know about um, that the other guy that was eating with us, he had it was called like Victoria or something like that. I've never heard of it, but I it couldn't be bad. I've never had a bad Mexican beer. Yeah, no, they freaking that shit. They that that slaps. But yeah, no, I I don't know because like, is it a beer fest competition exactly how it is in the movie? So you get all these different categories. Is it gonna be something yeah. where like you mix it up on your own? You got like a liquor chug and the Russians just go fucking crazy. Yeah, because drinking liquor versus drinking beer is very different. God, I miss those days. I used to be able to down a bottle of liquor in like thirty minutes. Were you a big UV blue guy? I was a big Captain Morgan guy. Oh fuck! You yeah. remember the Halloween photos? Yeah, that's true. We that's gotta be a whole entire episode, that whole entire story. Dude. That has to be. That um That's one of the funniest things I've ever I, seen. I still to this like no one believes me when I tell them. Like it's okay, so the size of alcohol is like the one that can like fit in your pocket this big. There's that one, then there's the handle, which is the big one. What's the one in between? A fifth. It's like the tall skinny one? Yeah. That's a fifth. No one believes me when I told them I did it in the beer bong or that entire bottle. I mean, I've seen people you ever seen the videos where like they do like the Jack Daniels? Yeah. And they put the straw on it. No, yeah, like yeah, airflow, and then they just down the whole thing. I'm like, but that's, like the, that's like death. No, it, it, I fucking like, I, I probably to be brutally honest, should have went to the hospital that night. Yeah, because I didn't stop drinking after that. I drank another like half a bottle of Captain that I had, that's so and that's why bad. I was pale, dead in a garbage can like this, 
I woke up and I'm literally like in bed, just curled over. Like I'm fucking, I'm slowly dying. Like I don't know what's wrong. You with had me. a 48 hour like liver like cleanse, dude. I am. I just, but that was like the only thing I used to drink uh, back then too. But yeah, no, I, there. I'm surprised that no one's ever made like a beer competition, unless there's one that no one just knows about. But like it'd beer be so beer. Beer. Hold up. Beard competition. Hold up. Sick. Beard competition. Have you seen those? Yes. They like braided. Giant fucking mustache like out to here. But so I think I need to trim mine. No. 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 Let it ride. I really want to though. Why? I don't know. I just want to. Christmas is around the corner. Dye it white. Spray it white. You be Santa Claus. I mean, I have had a few white hairs in here at some point. I don't like to say that. I'm not going gray, but hey, I've had a few white ones. I can't laugh. I got fucking gray hairs. You got gray hairs? I got so many fucking Shut gray hairs. Shut up. Where? Show um, me right now. I mean, you could probably look and see my roots have started like come back in, but like I have I used to. So one of the I don't want to say one of the reasons I dyed my hair blonde, but I remember getting my hair cut and I look down, I just see <laughs> white, 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 white. And but I've always I mean my dad started getting gray hairs when oh, okay. he was like fucking like so 25. you knew it was coming oh a thousand percent okay all right. but to the extent that it was oh, yeah. like all on the sides yeah so I remember dyeing my hair blonde I was like yes my gray hairs are now gone but now like I don't even really fuck I can't fucking tell like I'm I'm growing my hair out until the end of time I'm literally I, I don't plan on stopping it's gonna be this can't sep- stop won't stop this September is gonna be a year of my hair being grown out really because I remember I had to get it cut for fucking work that's one year yeah. I feel like it didn't grow that much then. It just fucking curls a lot at the back. Okay. If it straightens down, it goes all the way to like the bottom of my neck. See, here's the problem with growing hair out. I would be all on board for getting some flow. The problem is my hair has this very awkward medium phase where it curls right up around my ears. And like around the back of my neck, it curls. And I look like a fucking 13-year-old virgin. <laughs> it is embarrassing. And the problem is, I'd have to go through a long phase of that for it to grow out to where that stops happening. And I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to do that. I'm not that dedicated. Can't do it. It just brings back, like, middle school vibes. Because I look back at my middle school picture, and I go, what the fuck were you doing, dude? Like, yeah. You look like an idiot. <laughs> and my parents were telling me that the whole time. They're like, you need a haircut. I'm like... You don't know what you're talking about. I'm fucking hip. I'm cool. I know what I'm doing. No, you'll get a fucking loser virgin bitch. Cut your like, hair. I feel like everyone's hair too. Like fuck Clay. Clay's a perfect example of this. Remember when Clay used to have his Bieber hair? <laughs> yeah. Like my hair when I was younger used to that be that exact same way. It just grew down yeah. and didn't curl at all. So yeah. just this long, shaggy hair. I feel like as everyone gets older, their hair just starts to become like naturally fucking curly. Now I mine's always kind of been curly. When I was a kid. When, like, when I say when I was a kid, I mean, like, like one or two, and I didn't get a haircut. Like, my first haircut when I was, like, two and a half or whatever, I had bright blonde hair, the curliest hair <laughs> ever. And then they sh- shaved my head, and then it just never came back curly. So, I think my mom's biggest regret is giving me my first haircut, so it's all right. I feel like having long hair, so, and then just, like, fucking, I feel like the penguin from Madagascar. So, here's a question. These are the random thoughts I have. I don't know. That's what makes this podcast special. We yeah, just, like, just if something pops process. into minds, like say it. So, if you were younger, what's one piece of advice you give yourself right now? Stop giving a shit what other people think about you, dude. That's that's good. That's like the the one thing because I I always sat there and like I was never a confident person because one I was really short 
two, I had a British accent for a lot of my life, which you got made fun of for of a lot, which didn't make ever it doesn't make any sense to me now. Yeah. Um. People think they're cool. I think it's cool. But yeah, like I don't. I I spent so much of like high school just I don't want to say like not fitting in because I wasn't like I was I've hung out with like a lot of cool people in high school and stuff like that, but. It, it was always so worried about being judged for if, hey, if I was to go try out for the basketball team and right, yeah. if I was going to be this guy, do this. And that's why like, when I started my gaming stuff, I didn't tell any, I didn't tell my best friends about it. My oh, senior year of high school, it was, it was literally, I didn't show my face in my videos. Um, and like uh, this crazy thing. And then even when I started getting traction doing like YouTube, Twitch, commentating, I was so shook when somebody in that Twitch chat would say, this commentator's ass. It almost brings me to tears. And, like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. But now it's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I wish to God I had that mentality back when I was younger. I think everybody goes through that. Maybe not that extent. But, like, you know, like in middle school, you're yeah. like, everyone, you're like, oh, my God. Like, you get to that awkward stage of puberty and it's like, oh, my God, I had this zit on my forehead or, like, just the dumbest shit. And you're like, everyone's going to make fun of me. I can't go out. I can't, well, I, mean, like, I can't go to school today. I got this zit on my forehead. It's we're like, guys, what? too, right? So if you're in a friend group that is having sex with women and you are the one that is not having sex with <laughs> anybody, that is not getting any women, not hanging around any girls, yeah. don't know how to fucking speak to girls, yeah. then you're just in this weird fucking hostile spot to where it's like every time you go, we're going to get you fucking laid. And I'm like, huh, I kind of don't want to, guys. <laughs> I'm like, I've been a virgin this long. It's like, why the fuck give it up now? I was in such a simping mindset of like, oh, I need to lose it to the fucking special one and do this. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't lose it until I was fucking 20 years old. Yeah. Damn. That's uh a... what's a, what's 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 the advice that you would give? Um oh, fuck. The oh. advice I would give is your life is not cookie cutter. Hmm. And what I mean by that is everything that I saw growing up. Like, my grandparents been married for, like, 68 years. Like, my parents been together for, like, 35 years now. Like, all these things that I see, I view them as, like, the way it should be. But that's not always the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, life is not a cookie cutter. So, like, it shouldn't just be like, oh, I was going to grow up and go to college and get a good job because that's what my life was supposed to be, cookie cutter. So, I look back now and I go, dude, just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it's not... You don't have to go to college. You don't have to do this. You don't have to. Do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's kind of the advice I give my like my students now is I just go, but why do you want to do that? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, exactly. Find out what you want to do and just fucking do it. Who cares what other people think? And they're like, but my parents, who gives a fuck? So what kind of pissed me off when I went to this is uh, before the year before COVID, so it's 2019, huh? Yeah, it was 2019 towards the end of it, and they had me go to speak in Byron uh, to like a classroom oh, of students. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, Look. speaking of which, I'm probably going to have you do that eventually. I'm starting a class. I got a curriculum all set up. Can I bring my PS5 and gamble with your students like <laughs> I did at Byron? No. Anyway, carry on. Um, But yeah, they're like, well, like, we know how you were as a student. And, like, we just want to make sure that, like, you're not putting in these kids' heads that, like, you shouldn't go to college. And I'll go, what? excuse me? <laughs> I was like, I would never walk into a room of students and say, Fuck college. Don't never go to school. Yeah. Do something else. But I'm like, I, I, at the that, same time, you should be like, well, you don't need it. That's if what you I, don't want. I, I, said, I was like, I never walk in. I was like, but at the end of the day, 
I could say what you guys have told me on four years of high school just didn't do shit for me. You gotta go to college. You don't get an education. You're gonna be fucked. You're yeah. gonna be screwed in life if you don't. And that's what I'm talking about cookie cutter. Right? Yeah, I feel like it's very cookie cutter for you, and it's like this is what's gonna happen. This is what should happen, and you'll be successful. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if I was a guidance counselor to school, like I would a hundred percent be like, I would never try to ram college on kids because it's not for fucking everybody. Yeah. and I, I still stick to that. Like for me, I did a semester of college. Did I enjoy it? Kind of like putting myself back in that rhythm. A little bit, but yeah. also, like, I had to do, like, remedial classes, which I'm like, I feel like I'm not even making any fucking progress. Yeah. And I was paying out of pocket, too, which was fucking ridiculous, because I couldn't get financial aid. Yeah. So, like, that that's another big thing. If college didn't cost as much as it was, oh, fuck yeah, for sure I would go. Yeah. But maybe I know as you get older, like, you're even, depending on how much you make, you're still more likely you can get financial aid if you were to go to. But it's still that whole process of, like, getting back in the rhythm of school. And I've heard how stressful classes are, how strict things are. And I'm like, damn it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I could never be a counselor because if a kid – okay, I think I also have a problem. I don't have emotions. <laughs> like, Elena always says I don't have any empathy. And I think she's right because I just simply don't care. Like, if a kid came crying to me, like, half the shit that I hear – because, like, I – I'm friends with the counselor and she'll be like, Oh my God, like this kid came in and was crying and it was about something stupid. I'm like, what'd you say to them? And they go, Oh, I just gave him a box of tissues and we talked it out and coped through it. And I'm like, I would have been like, get the fuck out of my office. I have real important shit to deal with. And your petty little incident that happened in the bathroom. I don't care. Fuck off. So I I don't think I have any empathy. Like every school has that. Like every school has teachers like that, though. You have ones that are just kind of like, Ugh. yeah. That's why I could never be a counselor. I'd get fired right away. <laughs> I'd get, I'd put on a front. Like I'd be like, I'm a really good counselor. Like I believe in all of these things. And then they'd put me in front of a kid, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't care. See you later. <laughs> that's who I am. What's our word of the day? Okay. All right. So the word of the week. This one's actually. I think it's. I think it sounds funnier than it is. And like when I read it. I laughed because I just envisioned this happening. And that's what made me laugh. So hopefully that'll make more sense. Okay. So the word is called cornobble. What? Okay. C-O-R-N-O-B-B-L-E. I think I'm saying it right. Cornobble. Cornobble. Okay. What do you think it means? Cornobble. Cornobble? Yeah. Completely non-sexual at all. Just random as fuck. Cornobble. Dude, I don't even like it's. It's got to be like a, the anatomy of a piece of corn. The corn novel has got to be the butt part of it. Oh, that's a pretty okay. That's a really good guess, actually. Like the the end that's like kind of hard. It's not the one that looks like it's gonna like a sh- sharp triangular dick. It's the butt of it. <laughs> that's the worst way I've ever heard <laughs> someone describe corn. It's not the triangle dick. It's, it's not the, butt the of pointy side. Well, yeah, it's it it's it's where the husk comes. Out. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That yes, back okay. part. The <clears throat> yes, the butt of the corn. That's actually a really good guess, but it's completely false. Way wrong. What is it? Cornobble means to smack somebody with a fish. <laughs> How the fuck does that even happen? It says, <clears throat> I cornobble Jason. Smacks Jason with a fish. <laughs> Why is that cornobble, though? I don't know, but just envision someone getting smacked by a fish cracks me up. Just imagine walking by, but like going on a fishing trip, right? You're like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> It takes the Tachia challenge to a whole nother level. Just, just getting fucking... smacked by a fish. Like, bitch, you just got corn-obbled. Uh, Maybe it's... I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. But it's corn and then O-B-B-L-E. But even oh. then, it has corn in it. So yeah. why the fuck does corn have to do with a fish? 
corn novel. Well, fish like corn. They use it as bait. Damn it. I really thought that it was uh Dude, that's a really I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Urban Dictionary and change that definition then. You should. You should just add I'm gonna it say the there. ass end, not the triangle dick part of a corn. <laughs> not the part that looks like a fucking drill that would go into the fucking center of the earth. The yeah. other part of it. Fuck. I gotta go in and change that. We can do that. Urban dictionary, you can edit anything you it's want. It's like Wikipedia, right? Yeah, you just gotta make a new definition, I think. Oh, you know, I saw this video and it was like, there's so you can get into any music event for free. Go to the Wikipedia page of the performer and then change yourself to like a brother-in-law or something <laughs> of them and then show them an ID. That's great. I was like, there's no way that fucking works. But then again, security in stadiums is ass. Yeah. It, like the fake Clay Thompson. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. Didn't show identification all the time when it's secure. Go get him tonight, Clay. He goes, yeah. And he was actually making shots. Like, it oh. actually, yeah, he was a pretty good baller. He's a, he has, like, some YouTube videos where he goes plays, like, street ball and stuff, like, dressed as, like, a fucking nerd or something like okay. that. But, yeah, he's he's tall. He's, like, six foot five, six, six, okay. big dogs. So, he actually played the part pretty well. Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought was so funny about that. Kind of looks like Clay Thompson, like, years ago when Clay was a little chunky in the face. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Fuck, is that a podcast? We are 59 minutes and 45 seconds. I, it feels like it's been fucking three hours. That's how you podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever comes to your mind, you just say it. Podcast, episode four, double Ds. Double Ds. What's it? We need a title for this one. Um, I can't call it Byron Fest. Can't it's call it corn, corn Cobble, Corn Bobble. Corn Novel. Corn Novel. <laughs> um, the Mysteries of Pyongyang, North Korea. Oh, God. That's a way too long. <laughs> oh, okay, we got to figure out a title for this ends. Because um, what? The last one was Topless Mimosas. This one. That's just catchy. This one's going to be The Art of Stalking. Why the fuck would I call it The Art of Stalking? Because I can figure out numbers and who they're linked okay, to. Okay, that was pretty creepy. That was a creepy bit there. That's what we call figuring out things. All right. I'm about it. Don't text me if I don't know you. Yeah, that's that's just genius. Weird. That was genius. It's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've never sat there and, like, <laughs> if I give you my number, cool. If I've never had your number and you're just like, hey, who is this? And you go, who is this? I go, motherfucker, you texted me. Don't ask, don't ask who is it. I'll find out who the fuck you are. <laughs> I said, give me like 10 minutes and I said, I'll find you. Dude, I will kill you. It's so, isn't that creepy how like you can do that shit that fast? Yes. Oh, there's no way you can hide from anybody. Well, it's just like, but when you think about it in retrospect, one, when you add a new contact and you open up Snapchat, it pops up yeah. saying, add your new contact. Yeah. So half the work's already fucking done. Like you just saving them as a contact will end up popping it up. The Facebook stuff is the weirdest. That's because I unlinked my number from Facebook because once I found out I that don't even know people can is. do that, yeah, because you just put it in the search bar, it'll pop up. I'm gonna go, mm, never mind. Oof. I'm okay. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with this anymore. Yeah, but it's Snapchat and Facebook are like the two ones that are ones like most vulnerable to like whatever it is, which is weird because Facebook's like for boomers. Yeah, and then Snapchat's like the newest. Of those, it's crazy because Snapchat's been around for so fucking long. It has. Snapchat makes you sign up with your phone number, right? When you when you first make one. So I'm gonna tell you a story about Snapchat, and then we can get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> when I first made Snapchat, one of my high school friends, she was like, "Dude, you got this app. It's brand new. Like no one has it, but it's really cool. Like you can take pictures and send them to each other." And I was like, "All right, cool." So I was making my name, and when I made my name, I was doing you know D standard, and B is next to N on the keyboard. And it goes, I type, and I didn't even catch that I missed it because I was on, like, my iPhone 4. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I go, D standard, and then there's a B in front of the N. So it says D standard. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, ah, fuck it. No one has this app anyway. Yeah. Joke's on me. 
fucking 10 years later, everyone's like, why is your name D. Stabender? <laughs> finally, you can change it. Like, just updated you it. Name now? Yeah, they just updated it not that long ago. You can change it. So I finally changed it, and I was like, thank God, I'm not fucking D. Stabender anymore. That was horse shit. Snapchat, ruining relationships since 2005? No. No, that was way... 2010. Probably 2010. Maybe 11. Maybe 9. Middle school? Maybe. Could have been. All right, that's a fucking podcast. That we is get the out truth. Snapchat room. You got any plugs? Butt plugs. All right, guys, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> subscribe God. to the channel. Yeah, make sure uh, you know do all that good stuff. Like, subscribe. Um, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcast review. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So make sure you do all that good stuff. All right, guys. Till next you. time. I miss you, Steve Jobs. <laughs>